0: Hello once again from Romania. I hope you're having a good week. Today, we will continue our series from the book of Isaiah. Last time, we looked at a message from chapter 14 entitled, The Danger of Ambition. This week, we will look at a message from chapter 15 called, Weeping for Your Enemies. Let's read Isaiah chapter 15 and verse 5. My heart shall cry out for Moab. His fugitives shall flee unto Zor, and heifer of three years old. For by the mounting up of Luhith with weeping shall they go it up. For in the way of Horonim they shall rise up a cry of destruction. Isaiah chapter 15 is about the destruction of Moab. Moab was the son of Lot. When the children of Israel came into the promised land, the king of Moab, Balak hired Balaam to curse them. Instead, Balaam blessed the children of Israel. God told Israel to leave the Moabites alone. The Edomites and Moabites did not let Israel go through their land because they feared them. Let's read about this in Deuteronomy chapter 2, verses 8 and 9. And when we passed by from our brethren, the children of Esau, which dwelt in Sur, through the way of the plain from Elath, and from Ezzangaber, we turned and passed by the way of the wilderness of Moab. And the Lord said unto me, Distress not the Moabites, neither contend with them in battle. For I will not give thee of their land for a possession, because I have given odd unto the children of Lot for a possession." However, Moab had a history of being enemies with Israel. Judges chapter 3, verse 28, And he said unto them, Follow after me, for the Lord hath delivered your enemies, the Moabites, into your hand. And they went down after him, and took the fords of Jordan toward Moab, and suffered not a man to pass over." So for today, we will look at a few things about our enemies. First, what do you think of your enemy? It is clear that Moab became the enemies of Israel. And yet, here in Isaiah chapter 15, the prophet, or perhaps the Lord, says, My heart shall cry out for Moab. This is a chapter of lamentation for Moab, an enemy of Israel, perhaps because he was Israel's brother, Lot. I believe this shows us something about how we should feel about our enemies. Isaiah 15 verse 5 again says, My heart shall cry out for Moab. It is a sad thing when your enemy is punished or destroyed. Yes, they reaped what they sowed. Yes, the Lord will judge those that sin and oppose Him. While it is true the Lord will laugh when the fear of the unbelievers come, we can read that in Proverbs chapter 2, that is not how we should treat our enemies. We are not God, the righteous judge. We are just men. Second today, what is the correct attitude we should have towards our enemies and adversaries? How should we treat our enemies? What is the correct attitude towards those that oppose us, criticize us, or maybe even hate or hurt us? Let's look at what the Bible has to say about our enemies and adversaries. First, we are not to hate our enemy, but show them kindness. Even in the Old Testament, we read of treating your enemy with kindness. Exodus chapter 23, verses 4 and 5. If thou meet thine enemy's ox or his ass going astray, thou shalt surely bring it back to him again. If thou see the ass of him that hated thee lying under his burden, and wouldest forbear to help them, thou shalt surely help with him." So in the Old Testament, in the law, you are supposed to help your enemy. David showed kindness to Saul, his enemy. Saul wanted to kill David. But David told his servants that God will reward Saul for all the evil he had done. 1 Samuel chapter 26 verses 8 through 10. Then said Abishai to David, God hath delivered thine enemy into thine hand this day. Now therefore, let me smite him, I pray thee, with the spear even to the earth at once, and I will not smite him the second time. And David said to Abishai, "'Destroy him not, for who can stretch forth his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless?' David said, "'Furthermore, as the Lord liveth, the Lord shall smite him, or his day shall come to die, or he shall descend into battle and perish.'" So David showed kindness to Saul his enemy. Treat your enemy like you want to be treated. Proverbs 25, verses 21 and 22. If thine enemy be hungry, give him bread to eat. And if he be thirsty, give him water to drink. For thou shalt heap coals of fire upon his head, and the Lord shall reward thee. So we are to be kind to our enemies. Second, we should not rejoice when our enemy falls. It is possible that you may see your enemy fall in this life. It does not happen very often, but it may come to pass. It is easy to rejoice when someone hates or opposes you falls. This attitude of rejoicing when your enemy falls or reaps what he sows is not from the Lord. The Lord is full of grace and compassion, even when a person gets what they deserve. Let's read Proverbs chapter 24, verses 17 and 18. Rejoice not when thine enemy falleth, and let not thine heart be glad when he stumbleth, lest the Lord see it, and it displease him, and he turn away his wrath from him. God has no pleasure in sending a soul to hell. Yes, they rejected him. Yes, they hurt and destroyed many. But God does not get pleasure seeing them suffer in hell. Ezekiel chapter 33 verse 11 the Bible tells us say unto them as I live saith the Lord God I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked but that the wicked turn from his way and live turn ye turn ye from your evil ways for why will ye die O house of Israel God is not willing that any perish. He wants all to be saved. That even includes His enemies. 2 Peter three nine: The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. So we should not rejoice when our enemy falls. Third today, the brethren, other children of God, are not our enemy. Even if a brother or sister is living in sin, they are not our enemy. They are part of our family. Yes, they might need to be reproved. Yes, we might need to stop fellowshipping with those that are walking in sin and darkness. However, they are not an enemy. Many, many Christians forget this. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 14 and 15 make this very clear. And if any man obey not our word by this epistle, note that man, and have no company with him, that he may be ashamed. Yet count him not as an enemy, but admonish him as a brother. So the brethren, other children of God, are not our enemy. Number four, we are to pray and bless our enemy. Let's read two passages that speak about this. First, Romans chapter 12, verses 14 through 21. Bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse not. Rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits. Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. If it be possible, as much as life in you, live peaceably with all men. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay sa- the Lord. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him; if he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. So we are to pray and bless our enemy. Let's see what Jesus had to say about this in Matthew chapter five, verses forty-three through forty-eight. Ye have heard that it hath been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor, and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, Love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to them that hate you, and pray for them which despitefully use and persecute you. That ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his Son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do not even the publicans the same? And if ye salute your brethren only, what do ye more than others? Do not even the publicans so? Be ye therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. God the Father gives rain and sun to the evil and to the good. Therefore we should pray and bless our enemies." Number five, we are to weep and pray for our enemies. Paul weeped for the false teachers that were in the church. The prophet here in Isaiah 15 was weeping for the enemies of Israel. God wants us to have compassion for our enemies. This means praying for them with feeling. Philippians chapter 3 verses 17 through 19. Brethren, be followers together of me, and mark them which walk, so as ye have us for an ensample. For many walk, of whom I have told you often, and now tell you even weeping, that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame, who mind earthly things." Number six, and last today, we were once the enemies of God. We forget this. Always remember we were once the enemy of God. But in His kindness and mercy, He sought us and saved us. This is an amazing thing to think about. Romans chapter 5, verses 8 through 11. But God commendeth His love toward us. In that, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more then, being now justified by His blood, we shall be saved from wrath through Him. For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son, much more, being reconciled, we shall be saved by His life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the Atonement. So we were once the enemies of God, but he loved us and died on the cross for us and has saved us. In conclusion for today, the prophet here in Isaiah is weeping for his enemies. God wants us to love our enemies, not hate them. Treat people the way you want to be treated, even those that oppose you or cause you trouble. That is what a Christian should do. I hope this short lesson from Isaiah chapter 15 will help us have compassion on our enemies. Next time, Lord willing, we will look at another message from the book of Isaiah. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today, and I hope you have a great week.